Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Tony Katz. This is Kendall and Casey. The Amber and Nigel Show. All right, well, when does your show start? Do we know? I feel like I've been promoting this for nine years now. This is the Tony Kinnett Cast on 93 WIPC. Welcome to the Tony Kinnacast here on 93 WIBC. At the end of the broadcast yesterday, I told you that there was a notification that had been sent out from the White House to members of the press and the general public that President Biden at 7.45 p.m. Eastern would address the country. And uh, this would be related to the special counsel report over Biden's mishandling of classified documents. What I was not expecting was President Biden to hold what is easily the most damaging and insane press conference in U.S. history. And after that conference ended, the majority of the pundit and journalist class, along with millions of Americans, sat there with their mouths open for a full 10 minutes. And that is pretty much what most of us talked about on social media for the next couple of hours. Nothing got done. We could not believe it. And in the interest of all of you sharing the shell shock and later the humor at just the state of this country, we have brought on Kurt Schlichter, senior columnist at townhall.com, attorney and former colonel for the U.S. Army, to discuss what could be the most insane press conference that has ever been put out there. Uh, I'm not even sure it was called a press. It's actually appropriately called a press conference. It sounds more like something uh, Roe versus Wade legalized. It was. <laughs> oh, no. Well, regardless of what we're calling it, we're going to break it down piece by piece for you right here on 93.1 FM, as well as on the live stream. You can watch it with us and suffer together. Here we go. Let me say a few things before I take your questions. As you know, the special counsel released this finding today about their look into my handling of classified documents. <clears throat> I was pleased to see he reached a firm conclusion that no charges should be brought against me in this case. So that's the, the first point where he, he ends. What, what are your thoughts? Very first sentence. Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, he, he, he found there should be no charges because you're a senile, desiccated, old corrupt freak. Um, and I, I you know, I, I expect him to go on a tangent about how people tie onions uh, to their belt because that was the style of the day. <laughs> I just love how they zoom in and he's like, I'm pleased and he didn't find anything wrong. OK. And I honestly expected him to just say a few other things about it and walk off the stage. And, and, and he should have. But no, here's the problem. There is one person in the world who, uh, at least consciously, I think subconsciously knows the truth, consciously believes that Joe Biden is an insightful, dynamic leader and genius. And that's Joe Biden. Well, his ego drove him out there. It, it is. It, it, he gets mad because when you point out he's a desiccated, moronic, senile old pervert, um, that, that clashes with his vision. You know, it's uh, Mount Rushmore and they're going to carve uh 
they're going to carve Joe Biden in there uh, uh, right at the end. Well, let's see some of this Mount Rushmore stuff because it only gets worse from here. The decision to decline criminal charges was straightforward. The evidence suggested Mr. Biden did not willfully retain these documents. No. Uh, uh, no, he, he that, literally that, says the contrary. He says that, that's exactly the opposite. Biden um, willfully held the documents, but we're not charging. You, you had do- he had documents and he disclosed them illegally. He also talked about some obstruction of justice stuff. Uh, and then he explained, but, you know, he's so, well, senile. I'm not sure I could convince a jury that he could form the need, the, the necessary intent to do it. So basically, Joe Biden's bragging because he was uh, adjudicated, well, informally adjudicated, incompetent to stand trial. Um, wow. <laughs> it's fantastic. It gets worse. Who said I did not willfully retain these documents. In addition, I know there's some attention paid to some language in the report about my recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Oh, shut up. I, I love how you know, this, this guy has been milking the death of his son, like milking years. the death of his wife and daughter for, for, for years. And I'm done with it, okay? He didn't die in Iraq. He didn't die a giant war hero. He's no more of a war hero than I am. He got brain cancer as a young man, and he died. That's sad. But you know what? It ain't all about you, Joe. Good God. As a JAG officer, as a JAG officer, this man has as much exposure to burn pits as I did wearing gray on the fields of New York. Bull. He didn't die from burn pit. He died from a brain tumor. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, I mean, just stop. It's, 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 it's painful, you know, uh, and it's embarrassing. And this fake moral indignation, you know, stop it, Joe. Well, let's hold on. We got to hear some of this fake moral indignation. Uh, we got to give him a fair time. chance here. Here he goes. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Which is great because uh, he's made his son's death everyone else's business for the last couple of decades. But he gets worse here. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented. I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... 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 of, Every single day we hold a service remembering him attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Putting aside that, you know, my son's death was such a tragedy, we had a service. Like literally everyone else in, uh, in human history. Um, Our Lady of, look, I'm a Methodist, so I, I can't fill in the blank. And I'm a Baptist. Yeah, I need to know I'm what sure. I, you're talking you know, about here. And like, I've got friends who have yeah, rosaries. The Catholics are so incensed because he's portrayed as such a devout Catholic all the time. Yeah, abortion boy. Yeah, no um, kidding. Look, I, he, he's literally saying, my memory is sharp as a tack. Our Lady of something or other did a thing. He also, I, I saw something this afternoon that I know you're going to love. He talks about this memorial service like it's the service after the Edmund Fitzgerald sank. And apparently that's not even true. They don't hold Memorial Day services every single year for Bo. It's, it's so silly. It, it's, it's, it's just, I mean, look, it's sad. The thing is, you know, Normal people would be, oh, you know, it's really sad that your son died. But this guy's just milking it. Eventually, you're like, shut up about it. 
On with okay, uh, I'm tired of hearing about it, dude. You're not the only guy who's had somebody die. Yeah. Okay, you're not special, and you don't get a, and you don't get a free pass because of something bad happened to you. Because you know what? I can talk to anybody out there. Some bad's happened to them. So move the hell on, you crusty old pervert. It's it. It only gets worse from here. We're on with Kurt Schlichter, senior columnist for the Town Hall, starting our quick news roundup this evening by going through what is easily the worst. Uh, press conference in history. Let's keep going. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away or passed away. Simple truth is... He doesn't need anyone to remind him of when his son passed away, he says. Yet, uh, according to the report, he could not even give, like, what was it? He said several years worth. Yeah, he, like, he couldn't even gauge the general idea of the decade. But keep in keep in mind his bony wrinkled finger is the one hovering above the red button. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I and I, I made this joke this morning. I mean, he, the man has as much chance of an, ordering an airstrike in Syria, Virginia, than he does in actual Syria. It, it, it somehow even That's better after five hundred or two days of events. The international crisis. Their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case. That's their decision to make. That's the council's decision to make. That's his job. And they decided not to move forward. For any extremist commentary, they don't know what they're talking about. And I love how he makes this point because this is the this is the real kicker as, as an attorney that I wanted to bring before your attention. So this guy, literally the entire crux of this entire report says we are not charging him for one core reason. And that is he is too old and senile and he can't remember anything. And so he would be garbage in the witness stand. And he says that that's irrelevant to the case. Well, look, I, I like how how would they know what my condition is right after he brags about sitting there talking to him for five hours? You know, if I'm chatting away with somebody for five hours, I'm going to get kind of a I'm going to have a take. Can you imagine if, if you were my attorney, if you were my attorney and, and you were defending me from something and I'm in the courtroom and you just get done telling the jury that I had some type of deep emotional something that made me not culpable for the crime that I committed. Imagine me looking at the jury and going, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I did it and I do it again. Yeah. Is he an idiot? Or it, it, look, it, it, I mean, I, see, you don't have to be consistent when you have MSNBC cheerleaders. I actually went to MSNBC because I wanted to see what they were saying. And uh, all I can say is after what they're doing to him or doing to him, I hope he bought them dinner first. No kidding. Up it, next, was, it was bizarre. Up next, we're coming right back because I have to drag Kurt through the abominable uh, question and answer time, if you want to call it that, because uh, it was like paying, playing patty cake with a drunk goose. It's incredible. Stay right here. You're listening to the Tony Kinnegast on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This is the Tony Kinnett Cast on 93 WIPC. Welcome back to the Tony Kinnacast on 93 WIBC here with Colonel Kurt Schlichter, attorney, uh, senior columnist at townhall.com, uh, man in severe pain, 
who's sitting here with me going through the most incredible press conference that has ever burned our eyeballs. You can watch it with us over at the live stream on youtube.com slash WIBC. I got to tell you, man, the best part of this entire press conference is the question and answer time. It's it's amazing. Oh, well, I, I won't hold it from you. Something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because... In his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president. I put this country <laughs> back on the seat. I don't know the recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. It, it, Awkward what? laughter. That's, 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 that's your memory has gotten worse, Mr. So, president? My memory is not good. Well, my wait, memory is fine. <laughs> I mean, take a look at what I've done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember what you've done. Look, um, first of all, I, I, it reminds me of Nikki Haley going, my high heels are for ammunition. I thought the same thing. Like, oh. You know, I was a stand-up comic. I've got some standards. You have to have a, you know, a punchline has to work with the setup. But let's put that aside. You know, Tony, they missed a golden opportunity here. And I can't believe they did, but they did. Um, someone should have asked, Mr. President, what was the cause of the Civil War? Oh, they really should. I, I would have settled for someone asking him. I mean, well, it, it, again, nothing that I can come up with here is genuinely as good as what we get after that, because then he says that he's responsible for putting the country back on its feet. Endless wars. Economy is an absolute mess. The border is on fire. Yes. Thank you, Mr. President. Tons of the America's thanks. back. Yeah. No kidding. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. What did you get passed? What happened? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, Mr. President, voters have concerns about your age. How are you going to persuade them? And do you fear that this report is only going to fuel further concerns about your age? Only by some of you. I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what you <laughs> doing. my staff he's so done he's i mean you can see from from the very beginning where he he was semi-coherent the adderall or whatever they had pumped yeah. into him was like ready and he's he's like wired and kind of crazy like the crackhead at the gas station oh man it gets it just gets worse and worse as it goes in and points out things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved, were moved not by me, but my staff. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Well, many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your judgment. That is not the judgment. I, I had to stop there because he said, so that's Americans are concerned, she's saying. The polls show no one trusts you. NBC polls say that like 60, 70% of the country thinks that you are decrepit and almost dead. What do you say to that? And he's like, that's not the opinion of the press. <laughs> I 
I love it. It's so great. We're on with Kurt Schlichter from townhall.com going over the best press conference in U.S. history. And I know that you guys are thinking it's been bad so far. You have not seen anything yet. It gets even better. Remember, this entire press conference is supposed to showcase that though the special counsel Robert Herr's findings were that Biden was too senile, too dementia-ridden to stand trial for the crimes he committed. Biden's supposed to be telling us that he's in control, and it gets better. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish this job. <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <laughs> is he, who do they have, Kurt? Who, who else do they have? I... I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe it. Gavin Newsom, maybe? My own governor? <laughs> they picked an equity hire who pulls at 3% in her own state as his VP. <laughs> Man, Kamala Harris is his, like, fail safe. He's like, yeah, they got bad. Get a lot of her. Looks like a deer in headlights. Thank you, everyone. I did not share classified information. I did not share it with your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter, I did not. That's a lie. Guaranteed that's a, that's a blatant like. That is a blatant direct lie. What Special Counsel said. No, I did not say that. Okay. Okay. Mr. President, let me answer your question. So he starts to get mad and starts doing like the again, and this part isn't like the Alzheimer rage thing, where it's like someone's like stolen his pills, and so he he like starts to yell because he's like sensory overloaded. I mean, this again, as you put, this is the guy who has his finger over the red button. Yeah, this ain't good. No, it's not. This, This ain't good. The fact of the matter is, what I didn't want repeated, I didn't want him to know, and I didn't read it to him, was I had written a long memorandum to President Obama why we should not be in this, in Afghanistan. So he wrote a letter to Obama, I guess. That, that's the excuse Sorry. for that. The last, the last Wait, one, this is, this is the big moment. <laughs> this is go. the big moment. They got to change the maps after this one. This is amazing. Period. So he starts to walk away, and it's all awkward. And then someone asks about Gaza, and he he's like a Roomba, realizing he's in the wrong place of the house. And he comes back, and you can see the White House staff like, oh no. You, as you know, the conduct totally off script, totally out of meds. In Gaza, in the Gaza Strip, has been um, oh, you over the top. garbage. Here, uh, <laughs> as you know, initially the president of Mexico <laughs> did not want to open the debate to allow humanitarian material to get in. They're going to pay for the wall. And Moses told Pharaoh, let my own brace go. <laughs> the plague of Cucaracha. So President Biden mixes up Egypt and Mexico. And, and 
we all we all do. I, I understand this. Is, again, people are, are there are leftist journos who are trying so hard to wrap this around. And we are very much running out of time. But I, 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 I could not help. him. Um, oh, it is so great. They're really yeah. going to pull this man right okay. into November for just a bloodbath. Oh, I think he's going to. I don't. I do not think he's dropping out. Look at him. He ain't going anywhere. Obama could come to him and go, Joe, it's time to go. I'm not going. I just I, I hope two things. Number one, I really hope that we do see the moment when apparently what all the interns leak to the press that he walks around the White House dropping the F-bomb all the time. I hope that we see one of those tirades. Uh, I mean, one of the ones like where he calls to, again, dead people, which is going to be special. The other thing I really hope there was a moment in the press conference and I, I didn't line it up in the video where he like started to tilt forward and fall asleep. And I thought, oh, my God, here it comes. Like uh, he he actually might collapse onto the press. And it, honestly, I blame no one else but Jill Biden for that. Yeah. Like imagine I, I, putting your like, family through that. Look, she really she really wants to be Flotus and uh, it doesn't matter what happens to Joe. But 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 don't believe Joe. Joe is an egotistical monster. He's a narcissist. He's a corrupt clown. Um, and then you throw senility into the mix and it's like the perfect storm of failure. It is the perfect storm of failure is really the best way to describe this this press conference. Kurt, thanks for coming on. Kind of an unusual couple of segments, but uh, glad that you could help us get through it because, oh, my. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> you can go suffer elsewhere. You are listening to the Tony Kinnickast on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Awful tweets, awful tweets, the ones that no one ever deletes. Awful tweets, awful tweets on the Tony Kinnett Show. On 93 WIPC. It's awful tweets with Jerry Lopez at Indie Spanglish on Twitter X. And Jerry, before we begin, actually... We're switching things up with with how we do the awful tweet segment because you, you you've reached out and told me this and then I'm getting the same thing. People have enjoyed the segment so much they've actually started sending us awful tweets throughout the week. So I have taken the liberty of taking some of the best ones and then uh, apparently some of the ones people are sending you. And I'm going to give you some of these and you tell me how awful these are. So there are some. Real special people who have have been on the internet this week. So this first one is from a guy named Chris D. Jackson. Um, He is a party chair and strategist and an animal advocate. He's on Team Joe. He said, breaking, the United States has killed the Khatab Hezbollah commander via airstrike that officials say planned the attack that killed three U.S. troops in Jordan last month. This, however, is the best part of the tweet. Thank God Joe Biden is our commander in chief. And then there's a picture of, of Biden looking at, uh, I guess, the situation room screen um, like he is smelling something really awful on his fingers. It's late, right? I mean, it's a telegraphed attack that the uh, telegraphed retaliatory uh, attack that we did. But but if you think back at the at the. Uh 
uh, al Baghdadi or the the other um, the Iranian general that that Trump took out, the left wasn't too happy about that. So it's very interesting to see them uh, supporting this and coming out so happy. So, so my my question is really following on this one is uh, at what point um, are we satisfied with like just getting the commander for the attack? Like, sure, the commander didn't single handedly launch the rocket that killed U.S. troops, and of course we could have retaliated immediately. We do happen to have the technology to uh, look at where things come from, uh, but you know, we waited. So a lot of those guys ended up getting away. Very, very special stuff. Here's another one for you. This is from Senator Elizabeth Warren. This was sent to me this morning. Oh, can't Prime wait. Minister Netanyahu and his right wing government have failed to get the hostages released and have killed nearly 30,000 Palestinians. No more blank checks for Netanyahu. We need to condition aid, resume the ceasefire, and advance peace through a two-state solution. Yeah, because because a ceasefire is really going to get the hostages back. I, I, Elizabeth, she needs to go away. She just needs to stop. This was I, when I saw this one this morning. I was I was really shocked. I, that awful of a tweet. That's really so. First of all, imagine blaming someone for someone else raping your people. So if someone came in and, and raped a bunch of people in the United States and then we attacked them, you'd be blaming the United States because you didn't get all of the hostages back because you're what's supposed to what? Like answer all of their demands. We don't negotiate with terrorists. This is my favorite part, though. An advanced peace through a two state solution through who? Right. How many different governments have tried to prop up a Palestinian state at this point? And they can't do it because they're awful, awful people. Well, so and to take it a step just, further, if you if you look at some of the countries that are also around there, I mean, they're not accepting the Palestinian refugees either. If they're no, not Egypt doing it, what does that do? insane border wall between <laughs> them and the Gaza Strip? It is incredible. They don't want them. They don't want no. them. <laughs> We're here on Awful Tweets with the Indie Spanglish, Jerry Lopez. Uh, I was thinking about this one uh, today when you were on Hammer and Nigel. I think you really like this. It's, it's, it says, you may think the border crisis is about immigration, but you're wrong. It's about Christian nationalism. So are the attacks on trans kids and the LGBTQ plus community, the privatization of public schools, the war on diversity and abortion bans. And that is from Jess Piper. Uh, a lady who ran for office in Missouri got beaten and then also got charged with campaign finance violations. Oh, I do remember her. Yeah, I do remember. Her. So I'm going to let everybody in on a little secret. Hispanics are conservative. We have conservative values. We believe in Jesus. We believe in families. We believe in all that stuff. So this is not it sounds like further Christian nationalism. Yeah, this to is me. not about yeah. furthering any any of the white supremacy stuff. We hold those same values. So speaking of values, this one is from this was sent in this morning. It's from Jacobin. Uh, it says socialism isn't about including bland or socialism isn't about inducing bland mediocrity. It's about unleashing the creative potential of all. And uh, I, I guess that socialism is actually all about creativity, which is why you saw um, all of the socialist countries have those big, ugly block buildings. They were disgusting looking one type yep. of deodorant one type of laundry detergent and one color and one color and it's olive green other than the kalashnikov like vak rifle <laughs> can you name one single invention other than maybe tetris that came out of a socialist country no as a matter of fact I, innovation doesn't come from socialism right innovation how many comes museums from of fine art are there in in these places are there any no, I don't know if Cuba, I don't know if Cuba even has one. So, let alone a museum, no. let alone a museum of fine art. 
So this next one is, is my personal favorite. So we're rounding off uh, with in this particular moment. This is from Greg Doyle. Now, locals know Greg Doyle. He's a, a sports oh, columnist yeah. sports for the guy. Indy Star. Yeah. Um, so you would expect him to be tweeting about sports? the All-Star game. All-Star game's uh, coming up. Yeah. I, and, and the Indy Star used to be known for having good sports columnists. I mean, that was the only thing left that was any good. Because like the politics and the news, like they have the worst people that they've hired there. Um, oh, yeah. The ones that whine about not getting their cell phone bill paid. But Greg has decided, you know what? Even the sports columnists need to get out there and really give you their opinion on things. So here's what Greg tweeted this morning. So the Indy Star released an article and said, Indiana Governor Greg Holcomb is joining Texas Governor Abbott at the southern border. And Greg Uh quote tweeted this story by saying, thank goodness the Native Americans didn't surround Plymouth Rock with razor wire or lots of would be in Europe. I, you mean to read that I one mean, again? Because I did. Yeah, I did exactly. Yeah. Write that one in English. I'll try that again. No, no, Thank, you lost me there at the from, end. This is from Greg Doyle, the sports columnist. Right. He said he's Thank an actual columnist. The, yeah, the the Native Americans didn't surround Plymouth Rock. I don't know if you know this about Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock's like this big, <laughs> and, and it's just like sit like Plymouth Rock. It's just like a small rock. Anywho, Plymouth Rock with razor wire. Or lots of would be in Europe. I'm, I'm guessing he said lots of uh, immigrants or, or people. I don't know. The point he's clearly trying to make is that if the Native Americans would have had immigration rules, then uh, the America never would have happened. He he. I, I don't even know where to begin with this tweet. First of all, I feel bad for Greg. Um, I feel bad for Greg. I feel bad for his the mistress that he had at ESPN. I feel bad for the you know poor individuals who have to know this moron. Native Americans in this country, the tribes, were not countries. I I have to break this to each and every one of you out there. There were no Native American nations. They didn't have borders. They didn't. They didn't have have, have these property estates that were invaded. That's not how it works. Also, those those same Native American tribes that that he's talking about, um, yeah, uh, the, the settlers who landed at Plymouth Rock documented five or six years of where they would uh, rape and behead each other. And not just the men, but the women and the children, too. So um, 10 out of 10, Greg, I'm really glad you're a sports columnist and not a history teacher. Stick to sports. Oh, I, I, why is it always these like weird, bald, white dudes try to talk about Native American history as though I, I, I where's his card? I, I've got my Cherokee card. Where's Greg's right. card? Let me see. Let me see. If you know so much about Native American history, instead of razor wire fencing rocks, and and by the way, I uh, will point out that razor wire doesn't stop immigration, or like yeah, you know if well, here's my point though: it does reduce illegal immigration, but you know what doesn't have razor wire drawn across it? The points of entry. The, the gates with like the level arm with the guards where you're legally allowed to come into the United States. The razor wire is not supposed to be an unbroken line from coast to coast. It's to keep you from entering the country without us knowing who you are. Yep. But again, you're, we're expecting a sports columnist to know anything about, you know, fourth grade U.S. civics. So some really super duper stuff. This last one here that I have for you, and uh, it's my favorite, is from Senator Brian Schatz. Uh, which is close to what he is um, a senator from Hawaii. And he said, okay. we Democrats have been disciplined, <laughs> patient, focused and bipartisan. We're doing our jobs. And the only way to fix Congress, he puts Congress in quotes, is for reporters to tell the public 
that this border mess is because of Republicans. So voters can reject the chaos. Um, That that is the most ridiculous tweet that I think we have ever had on awful tweets, Tony. That's probably the that takes that that might take the cake. I honestly, I truly fantastic. First of all, this is the guy that's been calling for like more open um, illegal immigration in the country. I do love how he openly admits to the media saying something that isn't true. So the public will believe something different because he was just like the media need to report on this then you would assume the media would just say what the media says. But he directs, he's like, the media need to say this exact thing so that voters <laughs> will believe me. <laughs> Maybe you're just I mean, a bad but liar. Isn't, but is, isn't that what they're doing now, though, when they call this a border bill? And then the, I'm, I'm happy that people like you and others are, are actually speaking about what's in the bill itself. Because this is not about our border. This is about funding everybody else. So the, 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 as long as we can keep continuing that at the forefront, then people will be, be um, you know, educated on what's going on. But this guy, to even start that tweet with, we Democrats, and then put that stuff immediately after that? No. Oh, I just I don't I just want to again, there are there are individuals that I would like to know who their parents are so I could send a sympathy <laughs> card like how your kid turned out. Jerry Lopez, Indy Spanglish. Thanks for joining us for another great week of awful tweets. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, send in those tweets for next week, people. You are listening to the Tony Kinnacast on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Tony Kennett Cast on 93 WIBC. Good evening. Welcome back to the Tony Kinnacast. Uh, I want to point out something that I've heard twice now over the show. I texted Rob Kendall, and we both think it's really funny. Uh, Indianapolis Public Schools, IPS, uh, is now advertising on the station uh, because people don't want to go to their garbage schools because they're horrible. Um, and by the way, I saw their Montessori schools, and they do Montessori wrong um, completely. And I know because one of my master's thesis is on the proper application of Montessori education. But anywho, I want to point this out really quickly. In March of 2023, that would be last year, Indianapolis public schools asked voters for $410 million to fund athletic fields, new windows, fresh sidewalks, and a brand new building for an elementary school. By the way, IPS has several empty buildings that are sitting there because, again, no one wants to go to IPS. So they don't have enough money to build all of their special projects, and they're fine with Indiana citizens paying more taxes to them um but they have enough money lying around to do you just radio ads on a station where the majority of their listeners don't like them so uh the next time someone tells you that public schools spend money responsibly um i hope that you show them this segment because uh no um indianapolis public schools any public school shouldn't be advertising on the radio with your taxpayer money 
If you want to donate time for a commercial, then they would have said this commercial paid for by this individual or this foundation. No, the taxpayers of Marion County in the state of Indiana are paying for the IPS to advertise on radio stations. So that's excellent stuff there. Uh, I've got one question on mail time today, and uh, I, I really like this question. So this is from Tim, and he has to clarify this is a, sh- a serious question, not a joke. He says, how do you think the Democrats will actually try to move on from the Biden mental report? Um, And it does sound kind of like a joke initially, because you got to think after this chaos of the last couple of days, there's no way that the Democrats can actually move on from this. Um, But what we saw today, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris was asked about this. She kind of awkwardly giggled and mumbled some nonsense and basically sprinted away from the press. And then Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about it again today. And she said, well, this, this just those kind of comments about his mental health should never have been in the in the report. And the I believe it was Peter Ducey or one of the reporters asked, well, but Biden has made mistake after mistake after mistake, you know, calling out to dead congresswomen, especially uh, Jackie Walorski, the dearly departed congresswoman from Indiana, um, as well as mixing up foreign leaders both dead and alive just a whole bunch of chaos and this is what happened i didn't have time to pull the clip together because i just got this question before the episode Karine jean-pierre says um the president is running the country closes her notebook and then sprints off of the stage (laughs) on the way out one of the reporters shouts are we ever going to be able to talk to the president's doctor and she just keeps running so um, the, our, how do I think the Democrats are going to try to move on from this report? They're going to try to blame it on Trump. They're going to say that, that Trump actually is, is worse than, than Biden, which, again, that requires voters to take notice of Biden's condition. So that isn't going to work. Uh, number two, they're going to try to, I guess, claim that this special counsel report was uh totally okay maybe it was kind of a political hackish move you're, you're seeing some democrats uh like keith oberman suggest that um that this was just some kind of a partisan hack job Fun, funny though when when donald trump is investigated by a special counsel then it's totally fine and above board uh but when when biden gets investigated then all of a sudden that's uh, that's not cool i honestly i really don't know where they're going to go from this They can't make Gavin Newsom, the guy I've heard, like, well, can they make Kamala Harris the president and then Gavin Newsom be the VP? No, the Constitution says you cannot have a president and a vice president from the same state. Um, There are a lot of questions as to who the Democrats even could possibly have. Um, Polis from Colorado, Shapiro from Pennsylvania, maybe. Uh, it's it. There really is no one left. Again, this is what happens when you make your backup to a walking corpse, the equity hire. Again, Biden has out of his own mouth with his own words called Karine Jean-Pierre and Kamala Harris historic because they are black and because they are female. Not because they had qualifications. Uh, Condoleezza Rice was a brilliant cabinet pick because she has one of the most brilliant legal and historical minds of all time, not because she's a black woman. 
And and the Democrats are not learning this. And Biden, by the way, is so stubbornly like dedicated to seeing this through. I honestly think that he is going to stick around in that position until he dies or the election comes first. And I'm not making light of that. I mean, honest to God, that is the truth of this election. Biden is in such terrible condition. He either passes away from the sheer stress of one of the most difficult jobs on planet Earth or he careens into the election and it's a disaster for the Democrat Party. And uh, that's really the direction that I see coming. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Tony Kinnacast. We will see you on Monday for just as much chaos. Uh, You have been listening on 93 WIBC.